Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. In an attempt to round up a gang of espionage agents led by Dr. Deutsch, and to discover the details of Deutsch's master plan to rule the world, Clark Kent and young Jimmy Olsen have had some hair-raising adventures. At the moment, we find them on the shore of a cove near the espionage gang's former hideout. They are crouched behind a bush watching a man pulling a speedboat out of the concealing rushes at the water's edge. Cautioning Jimmy to keep low and not make a sound, Kent crawls through the darkness toward the speedboat. Unaware that he's being observed, the mysterious man removes the protective canvas from the speedboat and is about to step into it and cast off when Kent leaps at him. Oh, no, you don't. This should quiet you. It did. Okay, Jimmy. He sure popped him, Mr. Kent. Who is he? Get that flashlight he dropped and shine it in his face. Okay, I hope it still works. There you are, right in his face. Great Scott. What's the matter, Mr. Kent? Why, it's Lewis, the Secret Service man. Who? Lewis, the Secret Service man attached to the naval base. I thought Deutsch had gotten rid of him. Tip this handkerchief in the water, Jimmy, and we'll try and bring him to. All right. Here you are. Thanks. I could have sworn Lewis was dead. When did you see him last, Mr. Kent? Almost a week ago. Don't you remember he called for me at the Daily Planet office to drive me to the naval base? Oh, that's right. And then neither of you showed up at the base. We stopped off to take a look at Deutsch's hideout up on the cliff. And the caretaker of the house told us Deutsch was operating from a shack back there in the woods. Lewis and I sneaked up on the shack and there were some shots and that was the last I saw of him. Oh, he's coming too, Mr. Yeah. Kent. Boy, look at that lump on his jaw. Where's the handkerchief again, Jimmy, will you? Okay. Oh. Oh. What do you think he was doing oh. down here at this time of night, Mr. Kent? Thanks. I don't know, Jimmy. Oh, what hit me? I'm afraid I did, Lewis. Prop the light up on that piece of driftwood, Jimmy, so he can see us. Okay. That's fine. Kent! Hello, Lewis. Kent, what are you doing here? I suppose I could ask the same question. I'd given you up for dead. Uh, I came pretty close to cashing in, Kent. That night we rushed Deutsch's shack. I stopped a bullet, but I managed to crawl into the woods before they could find me. That was less than a week ago. How was it you're up and around? Well, it was just a flesh wound, and it healed fast. But what about you? Do you realize the police of five states are trying to locate you? What in heaven's name are you doing here? And who's this boy with you? Oh, I'm sorry. This is Jimmy Olsen, our head copy boy on the paper. I'm glad to meet you, Mr. Lewis. Hello, Jimmy. Now, Kent, please unravel this thing for me. I don't mind the wallet you gave me, despite the fact that I'll feel it for days. But I must know how you happen to be here. That's a long story, Lewis. Suppose you tell me yours first. Why the uh, midnight trip in a hidden speedboat? Well, you see, we got a report that one of Deutsch's boats was laying ten miles offshore. And I was going out to investigate. Did you hear that, Mr. Kent? 
Well, do you know something about the boat? I know something. Oh, we were on it. It blew up. Just right... a minute, Jimmy. Did you plan to go out after that boat alone, Lewis? Oh, of course not. Two Coast Guard cutters are looking for it now. I was going to join them. Well, they won't find it. Because it blew up about 20 minutes ago. Blew up? But, but the boy said you were on board. We were. Kent, this doesn't make sense. If you were on the boat and it blew up 10 miles offshore, how did you and the boy reach land? We were very lucky. What were you doing on the boat in the first place? Well, you see, Lewis, I've learned a lot about our friend Dr. Deutsch since I last saw you. He's operating from a place called Volcano Island, some 500 miles out to sea. What's he doing there? Mining radium. Radium? That's right. He needs 12 ounces of radium to work his so-called master plan. Jimmy and I were on the island, and we escaped in a plane that was supposed to be carrying radium concealed in books to this boat you're talking about. There were two men on the boat. We overpowered them and tied them up in the stern compartment. They kept talking about their boss, so we decided to hang around and see whether the boss would eventually show up. Oh, you mean Dr. Deutsch? Oh, no, no, not Deutsch. There's another boss. Who? Well, to make a long story short, our two prisoners got loose, set the boat on fire, and escaped in a dinghy. Before I could stop the fire, it reached the gas tanks, and she blew up. Fortunately, both Jimmy and myself were thrown clear, and we swam to shore. Is Deutsch still on this volcano island? That's where we left him, together with his gang. Oh, then all we have to do is surround the island and get them. Oh, no, it isn't as easy as all that. The dead volcano on the island has been carved into a labyrinth of tunnels and rooms. They could hold out for months. Not against aerial bombs. We could blow it off the face of the earth. I'd rather not see that done, Lewis. In the first place, the pitch blend mines on the island are the best source of radium in the world. Since radium is such a powerful weapon against so many human diseases, well, it would be a crime to destroy them. In the second place, Deutsch and his men should be captured alive and made to stand trial so that the world will realize that we, here in America, refuse to tolerate dictators. Uh, perhaps you're right. Well, what do you suggest? I've been thinking of how to trick Deutsch into revealing his master plan before he's captured, but it means going back to the island. I'll go with you, Kent. Oh, gosh, don't leave me out. I'm afraid you'll have to be left out, Jimmy. This is dangerous business. Oh, please, Mr. Kent. I've been in on it all along and nothing happened to me. Well, we can't count on miracles, Jim. Oh, gee, that's not fair. I think we'd better get going, Kent. Right. I'll have to arrange for a seaplane, and that may take some time. Uh, my car is parked on the road. I've got to get to a phone and call Mr. White at the office. He must have given us up for lost. Oh, please, Mr. Kent, couldn't I go along with you, please? Well, I think you've had enough excitement to last you a long time, Jim. I won't bother you. Honest, I won't. Uh, here's the car. Hop in. Okay. Please, Mr. Kent. No, Jimmy. Perry White speaking. Mr. White, this is Clark Kent. Kent? Well, where in the name of heaven are you? In a drugstore telephone booth. I just called to tell you that Jimmy and I are all right. Well, it's about time. Where have you been? Well, it's a long story, Mr. White. Then you'd better come in and write it. That's what we're paying you for, to write stories, not to vanish for five days. If you're not in this office in 30 minutes, you're fired. Now, wait a minute, Mr. White. You don't understand. All I understand is that you've kept me up day and night worrying about you. But, Mr. White, I've located Dr. Deutsch. Huh? What? He's on an island. Lewis, the Secret Service man, is arranging for a seaplane to take us both to the island immediately. That's what you think. Mr. White, it'll be a tremendous scoop for the Daily Planet if we catch Deutsch. I don't care about the scoop. There's something a lot more important on my mind. You don't understand, Mr. White. Then I'll tell you. I have something personal to settle with Do Rat Deutsch, and I'm going along with you. But, but you can't. Oh, is that so? Well, if I don't go, you don't go, and that's final. Okay. But dangerous. Listen, you young pup. I was mixed up in dangerous things before you cut your first tooth. Where's the seaplane? 
Municipal basement. I'll be there in ten minutes. And you wait for me. Goodbye. O'Brien. Yes, sir? Call Lost Lane to Naval Base. Tell her we've located Kent and Jimmy Olsen. She'll tell Commander Lee. I'm going out, and I don't know when I'll be back. Yes, sir. Kent, sometimes you amaze me. It's perfectly all right to take this young whippersnapper to an island 500 miles out to sea, but you argue with me over the phone about my going along. Well, Jimmy was supposed to stay behind, but <laughs> made such a fuss, I had to take him. Oh, he did, did he? Well, how can I ever learn to be a reporter if I don't cover stories, Mr. White? I'll cover you with a good leather strap. Reporter. Everything all right, Lewis? Yes, perfect. I'm following the course you gave me. We should be sighting the island soon. You certainly handle a plane like a veteran. <laughs> I should, with better than 5,000 hours of flying to my credit. Where do we land? On the island? <laughs> this is a seaplane, Mr. White. It can only land on water. I don't need you to tell me where a seaplane can land. Well, I'm sorry. Kent. Yes? What are those lights up ahead? You see? One red, one green. Where? Just up ahead there. Oh, oh yes. Those must be the channel markers near the island. Yeah, that's what they are. Keep clear of them. They mark the reef. All right. Yeah, I can see the west side of the island now, almost below us. Yes, yes, I see it. Water's deep there. We can land and taxi right up to the beach. How do you know the water's deep? Well, I can tell from the color of it. We're lucky to the moon. Yes, very lucky. Now, hold on. Here we go. brought that plane in perfectly, Lewis. I never thought we'd get close enough to be able to wade into shore. You all right, Jimmy? And you, Mr. White? Oh, sure. Well, I'm a little wet, but that doesn't matter. Now what? I was thinking, Kent, that since you know the island, maybe you'd better go on ahead and see whether everything's clear. Hmm, good idea. Uh, you have a gun on you? Yes. All right. In case anyone discovers you before I return, fire one shot. Uh, Kent. Yeah? Do you think it's wise to go on alone, unarmed? Why not take Lewis with you? Jimmy and I can wait here. I um, I wouldn't want to leave you and the boy alone, Mr. White. Kent can take care of himself. Of course I can. Chances are everyone on the island's asleep. I don't see any lights. Well, I'll just look around and come back. Just you sit tight and don't worry. I don't like him going off on his own. Oh, it doesn't bother Mr. Kent. Nobody asked your opinion. Why didn't you go along with him, Lois? You're the only one carrying a gun. For two reasons, Mr. White. Number one, I've got something else to do. Number two... I need the gun for you and our young friend here. Put your hands up, both of you. What? What's the meaning of this, Put Lewis? your hands up. That's better. Well, this is your idea of a joke, Lewis. This isn't a joke, Mr. White. Far from it. You and little Jimmy have stepped into a trap. A trap that has already swallowed your bright reporter, Clark Kent. Now, take a good look at the sky, because it's the last time either of you will see it. All set? Start walking in that direction. Go ahead. Dazed, Jimmy and Mr. White follow Lewis' instructions to the point of a gun, unable to fathom this strange turn of events. What is the answer to it? Why has the Secret Service man suddenly turned on his friend? Don't forget to tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion to the story of espionage on Volcano Island. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman! Look, up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.